What's up, homies? Welcome to another episode of the Homies Real Estate Podcast. This is your host, Anthony. I'm Angel. I'm a realtor. I'm a lender. And together, we're going to break down this crazy real estate market. We got a really good one. It's a question that I'm sure you all have, and I'm sure you would like an answer to. And it's, what do we expect the real estate market to do in 2022? Right? We had an anomaly of a year in 2021. We had record low inventory. We had record high appreciation. We had record sales prices, but can it continue into next year, right? Is that going to be the thing that we can expect moving forward? So we got a great article that we want to break down. It's from Keeping Current Matters. If you're listening to this on podcasts, on Apple or on Spotify, I'd highly recommend checking out our YouTube version or following us on social media. That way you can see some of these charts. I think it's a lot easier to digest, but they break down what to expect heading into 2022. And then they compile a collection of different experts and sources and break it down for us in basically one easy format to elaborate over to you guys. So what we want to go over is home prices first right so we all know we had a crazy year home price appreciation in some areas was as high as 20 percent instances this year that's crazy right and across the united states we saw appreciation of about 11.74 percent on average that's enormous amount of appreciation, right? If we're talking, you know, a $500,000 home, that home is now worth closer to $555,000 in a year, $55,000 in appreciation, right? In high cost areas like Los Angeles County, where we're based out of, or Southern California, we're seeing much higher rates of appreciation, right? And um, in Los Angeles County, for instance, right now, in November, 2021, the median sales price is 13% higher than what we had last November. It's just short of $100,000 of appreciation higher, right? So, Angel, you know, what catches your attention about uh, this appreciation rate and where you project it to be heading into this upcoming year? I, I think that, obviously, that was an extremely, extremely, you know, historical year in appreciation right now. I don't continue to see that that a significant amount of appreciation, mm-hmm. but appreciation is still going to happen, right? So, or of course, with appreciation, what that means for you buyers is home prices are going to continue to go up, right? So, um, I think just the way how how the how the market appreciates is going to be really determined on interest rates, right? So, if interest rates stay at relatively low, um, a low, there's relatively low. Um, then the appreciation rate will be higher. If they do, do if we do see quite a big jump this year, I think it is going to slow down the appreciation quite a bit, but it's not going to be, you know, negative appreciation, uh, what's it called? Depreciation, excuse me. It's going to keep appreciating throughout this whole year. So don't think that the market's going to crash within this next year and you're going to be able to buy home for cheaper. It's honestly just not going to happen. Gotcha. And can you explain for those of those homies out there that don't understand how an increase in interest rates are going to lead to lower appreciation. Yes, yeah, so when interest rates are lower, that means that you're able to qualify for more of a home, right? Um, 
So when interest rates increase, that means that your your payments are going to become higher, right? Because you have a higher interest rate. So that means the amount that you qualify for a home decreases. So if interest rates increase, let's say half a percent, it's going to affect that buying power. Right? You're not going to be able to qualify for the same amount um, that you were able to qualify for in this year, 2021, as you will in 2022, if the rates do increase, if we do, if we do see a big jump, right? As far as what I think on the rates, I think they have to go up. I, don't, I can't see it not, but um, a lot of, believe it or not, it goes a lot of professionals and economists and people who really study the markets, um, the market and the interest rates, they have two different sides. To it. Some people are saying it's going to go up. We're going to be in the higher threes next year. And some people are even projecting next year that we're even going to have lower rates in, in 2022 than we did in 2021, right? So um, only time can tell to see who's right, but... Nevertheless, wherever rates go, I still think it's going to appreciate this year, right? So I'm thinking it's going to go back to more normal 7 to 5 to 7, 5 to 8%, somewhere around there. Gotcha. Yeah, so Keeping Current Matters compiled a list of 100 industry experts, and they predict that appreciation nationally is going to be a modest 5.82%. Uh, that's about half of what we had last year. That's still a really strong appreciation nationally. Uh, remember, national markets are going to be a lot different than local markets, right? California has historically had higher appreciation than the national average. Um, throughout the last 10 years, we're looking at about, at least in Southern, at least in Los Angeles County, about 7% appreciation rate, whereas Everywhere else, nationally, it's been about a 4% average, right? More or less. So we can expect that if in nationally, it's going to be about 5.82%, that in California, it will probably revert back to somewhere along the lines of 7 to 10%, right? Just because we tend to be a little bit higher than, than uh, the average. So uh, it's something to, to keep in mind again right now at this current point, we're at 13% higher than what we had a year ago in other markets like uh, Orange County, which is our neighboring market just south of us, uh, that appreciation rate is, let me pull it up real quick. That appreciation rate is 17.1%, right? So again, Plus a little less. So 17.1%, which is higher than Los Angeles County, because Los oh. Angeles County is 13%. Oh, sorry, yeah. So again, uh, every market's going to be a little different, right? Just because one county borders another county doesn't mean that prices are going to be increasing at the same rate. It doesn't work like that, right? Even cities are different than other cities, and that's a whole different story. But yes, we can expect the prices to appreciate. It's going to drop down by about half from where it was last year, according to 100 industry experts. Now, Angel. So I'm bad. I didn't mean to cut you off, but to kind of put that in perspective, right? Um, Imagine you're buying a home for what well, let's say hundred thousand hundred thousand dollars mm -hmm. and it was going up um, sixteen or what is it thirteen percent? Mm -hmm. So that means that this last year you bought it for hundred thirteen thousand, right? Because it went up an extra thirteen thousand dollars theoretically, and then if it goes up seven eight percent, you're paying seven thousand dollars more for the home right than you did a year ago. So if you buy a home that the home was cost a hundred thousand this year. By then, the next year should be worth about one hundred seven, right? So that's on a hundred thousand dollar home, but multiplied in LA by seven, you know, seven times seven times eight, because we're looking at such larger purchase prices, right? So you're looking at paying, you know, 
probably around sixty to eighty thousand dollars more by the end of next year on a home um, compared to today. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So that actually leads us into a second part of the article from Keeping Current Matters, which is the cost of waiting until next year. And according to a lot of industry experts, prices are going to appreciate again, like we mentioned, about five to six percent nationally. And interest rates are also projected to increase according to these experts. Right now, interest rates sit in this on this article about 3% and should be at about 3.55% by middle to end of next year. So not only are prices more expensive, but interest rates are going to be higher, which is also going to both impact your purchasing power, right? And you're going to be able to purchase less for the same amount of money that you have now than you do in the future. So Angel, uh, can you break down what the cost of waiting looks like for here on this this home here, a traditional $350,000 loan amount? Yeah, so the interest rate of 2.99 today, that um, would be um, a payment, I'm pretty sure this is just principal and interest of yes. $1,474. And then by next year with the increase in interest rates, it would be, you know, this is an estimate if the interest rates went to 3.55% which uh, that's what a lot of people are predicting, mid, 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 to high, mid to a little higher than mid threes. Um, so the payment would be $1,581, which would be a difference of $107 per month, right? So $107 a month. Again, mm -hmm. in California, you can pretty much take this these numbers and just multiply it by two, just because yeah. our, our loan amounts are about twice mm -hmm. as amount of, amount of 350, right? So 700,000. Yeah. So we're talking, you know, just short of uh, 1950. Yep. And then for 2.99%, or I guess 29.50, so just short of $3,000 for the 2.99%. Mm -hmm. And then just uh, over, what is that, 3,150? Like, 3,200? Yeah. So you're looking at a difference of about $215 just for waiting, right? Just because of the interest rates increasing. That's just waiting on interest rates. That's not even counting the appreciation. Right. right? Yes, exactly. So remember, if the homeowner does appreciate an additional fifty thousand dollars more, that's also gonna take in, that's also gonna be another cost that you need to account for, right? Probably gonna be about another like forty dollars. It went up fifty thousand dollars. If the home went up fifty thousand dollars on top of that two hundred and fifteen dollars just in the change of interest rates, it's also gonna be another fifty dollars on top of that. So you're looking at almost at about two hundred seventy dollars a month. Yes. payments. Just for waiting for the same exact home. Yeah. Right. Um, Angel. Let's go into, this is your round right here, mortgage rates, right? So this was a huge story in 2021. We had historically low interest rates. I think we had our bottom that we've ever seen in the record of interest rates that at least we have an account for. Um, at a certain point, interest rates hit under 2.2% for certain types of financing, which is unheard of. Um, and interest rates now as we've mentioned earlier are expected to increase they're now three percent or even higher than three percent and should be uh according to many experts heading into the mid to high threes into 2022 but angel let's just look at the history of the 30-year mortgage rate chronicled by freddie mac so you know what does it say by decade so in the 1970s we were at 8.86 percent 1980s 12.7 percent 1990s, 8.12%, 2000s, 6.29%, and in the 2010s, 4.09%. 
Gotcha. Gotcha. So historically, what does that mean? Well, historically, that means that rates have gotten better over time, right? Um, and that's the other thing, too, is that people are like, oh, my goodness, rates are in the mid-threes. or Because rates have gone up already right now. Common rates are in the 3% right now. It's like, yes, rates did go up compared to they were last year, but they're not high, historically speaking, right? As you can see, in the 2010s, the average rate was over 4%. So you can get a rate right now in the 3% or in 2022 in the 3%, which is very, very likely. That's still an extremely good interest rate, historically speaking. Absolutely. Absolutely. So remember, interest rates right now, at this current moment in time, even pretty much all next year are going to be historically low interest rates. I mean, if you're able to get anything under 4%, wow, like it's still a very good rate. That boat, where it was 2.5% and under, was a very short boat, and it looks like it sailed for most of us, but that doesn't mean that these interest rates now aren't still good rates. They're still very, very strong rates. Uh, Angel, I want to look at housing inventory. Now, this is something where a lot of buyers and realtors alike have really struggled with, right? It's really difficult for not just a buyer, right, to get their offer accepted, but when it seems like no one wants to sell their home, as a realtor to actually get a listing or get an offer accepted as well. So it's something that we both feel pain for at the same time. Uh, but there is some good news for the housing inventory heading into 2022, right? And here's three reasons why experts expect an increase in inventory. Number one, homeowners may be more confident putting their homes on the market as COVID numbers continue to drop and more people become vaccinated. Number two, many of the obstacles halting or slowing new construction are fading and those homes come on the market adding new inventory and meeting the needs of the population growth. And then number three, as forbearance comes to a close, experts predict a wave of new homes coming on the market. However, they don't anticipate the majority of these to be foreclosures. Instead, because of the built-up equity, right, the huge amount of appreciation that we had in the past year, homeowners are in position and will have the opportunity to sell instead of foreclosing and the bank taking over their property, right? So these are three tremendous reasons why we anticipate uh, inventory levels to increase. Again, we have historically low inventory levels. Inventory month supply nationally right now sits at about three months. So if, if there was no more homes listed on the market, it would take about two to three months for all the homes on the market to be sold. In Los Angeles County, in Orange County, we're talking about 1.5 months or less, which is super short because Historically, a balanced market is about five, six, seven months, right? And then seven plus months is a buyer's market. So we're in an extreme seller's market, but if we can see ourselves easing of that and heading a little bit more towards a balanced market. Angel, what catches your attention about uh, these projections according to these industry experts? Um, yeah, I mean, I think, I think it's, I agree with all of it, right? I have COVID, slowdown of COVID, definitely I think gonna help um, the markets become a little bit more stable um, well, you know, uh, let's see <coughs> the other one is the growth of the population right so um, you know less new construction so 
Maybe we're gonna need more homes on the market, right? Which that's gonna help. If there's no new construction and no new inventory coming on, then that's just I mean that's just gonna another reason as to why homes will appreciate, right? And then, uh, yeah, the foreclosures. I don't, yeah, like we we talked about it all year on this podcast. Like foreclosures aren't gonna really be a thing, right? People keep talking, oh, we're gonna have a foreclosures market. We're not gonna have a foreclosure market. It's impossible when every home literally has equity, right? So mm-hmm. it doesn't make any sense why someone's gonna foreclose on their home when they can sell it, pay off their loan, and still walk away, still walk away with money. It just doesn't doesn't make sense. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And for the second point, right, where uh, many obstacles halting or slowing new construction or fading, mm-hmm. uh, we are starting to see that, right? At a certain point, the price of lumber was like three times more than what it should be. Yeah. It's not that anymore. Uh, we are still starting to have, especially here in Los Angeles County. And Southern California, uh, sh- port struggles, transportation struggles. So as those start to resolve and ease, then we can start to see, you know, more materials for homes being built, right? And a stronger labor force of people building these homes. Um, but yes, as I, as we mentioned before, we don't anticipate any forbearances or not very many forbearances. People just have way too much equity in their home. In the case that they ever just foreclosures, not foreclosures. Oh yeah, I'm sorry, foreclosures. In the instance that they just haven't been able to work, right? They would still probably have, you know, let's just say fifty to hundred thousand dollars in equity. That's enough to sell your property and walk away with some, some money. So yes, um, we don't really see that many foreclosures, but still, there's going to be a lot more short sales. Is what what is would be considered, right? People that are just trying to sell and just trying to get as much money as they can out because they can't afford their monthly payments anymore. Um, what does this mean for buyers or sellers in 2022 right so i mean there's still a a lot of motivation for both buyers and sellers heading into 2022 for sellers because we're still going to be in a seller's market we've been in a seller's market for you know eight nine years now but we were in extreme seller's market we're starting to see that ease so there's a good opportunity for sellers to be like hey you know what my, my home is still extremely competitive. It's only going to become less competitive as time goes on. Let's try to sell it for top dollar. Take that money and, you know, purchase investment properties or purchase another home, right? So that's the incentive there for sellers. And then for buyers, interest rates are still historically low, right? We expect them to slowly start to increase. But as time wears on and interest rates get more and more expensive and homes our interest rates get more and more, uh, interest rates get higher and higher, and homes get more and more expensive, it just becomes uh, less ideal for, for buyers, right? So there's an incentive to try to purchase when you have the means the sooner the later. Um, Angel, what does this mean for buyers or sellers in your opinion? Uh, it just means another crazy, I mean, it's not going to be as crazy as this year. I don't think, you know, anything will surpass this crazy year market, but another year of you know appreciating homes um you know we're still lacking inventory which is which basically means we're still going to see multiple um offers on homes right so buyers are still going to have to be competitive sellers it's still going to be a good time for you guys to sell interest rates are still going to be good so these are just all directions and a strong housing economy right so uh i, I mean we, we've been saying it and we've been echoing it all year on the podcast that there is going to be no type of um housing crisis right so um it's going to be the opposite we're going to just continue to see appreciating homes so any of you people who keep waiting and waiting and saying the market's going to crash um if you're still going to wait on the market crash you're going to be waiting for quite a while because 
Uh, we don't think we don't think it's going to crash anytime soon, to be honest. Absolutely, Angel. Thank you for saying that. And there's one important thing that's not in here, and that's the increase in rents. Right? Not only did appreciation increase 13%, or I guess 11, 12% nationally, but rents increased dramatically also about 15, 16% nationally. So that should be even more incentive to, to get into a home if you have the means, just because your rent is going to get more expensive you might as well lock in a fixed monthly cost sooner than later because if you've seen any of our rent versus buy calculations you know what it looks like after five after 10 after 30 years right you're going to be paying a lot more in rent than you will be paying for your mortgage and that doesn't even include how much appreciation that you're gonna gain, right? And stuff like that, rents collected, there's a lot of ways to make money through real estate. So I think that pretty much wraps it up, homies. I hope this is really insightful. I'm gonna copy the link to this Keeping Current Matters article and post it on our YouTube, uh, on our forms of social media, on our podcast, and. Uh, podcast description that way if you want to just take a look at the article for itself take a look at it keeping current matters is an amazing resource for people who want to learn more about the real estate market they've been historically very correct which is why i put a lot of stake into what they say um so i think that's pretty much it angel where can we find you at at your mortgage angel on instagram at your mortgage angel on instagram you know where to find us at the lovanos group thank you homies i want to wish you all the best thank you hey homies it's anthony this podcast contains my opinions and is for educational purposes only it does not guarantee any projections and should not serve as a basis for any purchase or sale in real estate